What's wrong? You all look so serious. Well, uh, we have a little problem. Serena, maybe you can help us. We were going to go to a curry cooking party at Rini's school tomorrow. All the parents and kids are cooking different kinds of curry dishes together. But now this business dinner came up, so we can't make it. So now you guys want Master Chef Serena to take your place and do all the cooking instead, right? No way. Hmm. I'd rather go all by myself, because she'll wreck everything. Oh, yeah? Well, I'd rather wrestle an alligator than help an ungrateful little fungus like you. Hmm. Moon Podcast Escalation! Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about why it is that we love it so much. And this week, we got a good one. We got a weird one. We got one that is maybe a little culturally insensitive. We are going to be watching episode 66 of Sailor Moon R, Usagi's Parental Love, The Curry Romance Triangle. And it's... Look... I don't want to spoil anything. There's an avocado monster. (laughs) (laughs) So to help us talk about that, we have a very special guest. Uh, Rejoining us from last week's episode is Allison Stock. Allison, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. This is a pleasure to be back. Very excited about this episode. (laughs) Now... Allison, if, if if people missed out on last week's episode, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to it because we went th- we went very thoroughly uh, into Allison's history with Sailor Moon. One thing we didn't talk about though, uh, Allison, was did you always just kind of like Sailor Moon? Was there a time when you got back into it as an adult? I don't know. I I watched Sailor Moon as it aired. It was a current rant, like a really important current show. Everybody watched it. Everyone talked about it. And I guess I stopped watching it like I stopped watching a lot of cartoons when I was older. But when I got older, like teenager, I kind of got into anime, but in a more like, oh, everybody knows this anime and everyone knows that anime. And nobody was really into Sailor Moon. I didn't I never associated it as an anime in my head until later because it was so it was so normal. And, you know, being a teenager, anime was so polarizing. Sailor Moon. I still don't consider Sailor Moon to be anime. What? (laughs) <laughs> well, to some, it's a Japanese animation. That's, I don't know if you know this. That's... Every week you call it an anime in your intro. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a long-running joke in my work at Comics Alliance where I would just say, like, every time anyone would bring up anime, I'd just be like, anime's for nerds, bro. <laughs> and then people would be, be like, people would be like, what about Sailor Moon? Do you love Sailor Moon? And I'd be like, mm, I don't think that counts. I don't think that's really anime. Or just be like, well, I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just give in. <laughs> People would get furious at it. That's pretty trolly of you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nobody, everybody watched so, Sailor Moon and nobody hated on it like they hated on every other anime. So did you get back into it? Like we, we obviously, Jordan and I, uh, one of the reasons that we are doing this this show now is because there was a big anniversary celebration of Sailor Moon. We had Crystal coming out. We had the the new dub and the new DVDs coming out. Like, was that 
when you kind of got back into it or? Not really. I found your podcast actually and was very excited about the nostalgia factor. And I was listening to it and remembering all of these crazy episodes. And I went back and I watched a few that I remembered and have been watching more lately, but it never really... I remember when Crystal was coming out and everyone was so excited and I thought it was great, but why are they remaking a show that I already like? Yeah, agreed. But no, there was never really that much of a resurgence. It was always kind of relevant. Besides Chris, I thought I thought Sailor Moon came back because of our podcast, like she said. Hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. I saw the podcast online and I thought it was... I, I have a really tedious day job and I can kind of listen to things throughout the day. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's it's... Well, the job isn't awesome, but... The listening to things. Yes. So you got you guys have got me through many hours of otherwise dreary tedium. So I thank you for that. Sailor I, Moon. I was only <laughs> kidding. I didn't really think that we, uh, we were responsible for the bringing back Sailor Moon. Well, you did in a way. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. <laughs> I wouldn't have listened to this if I wasn't still into it. Chris, what do you think? I'm pretty sure that uh, that we can't be credited with bringing Sailor Moon back because I feel like everyone who listens to this show has been on this show. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that is super not true. Um, I I was just uh, talking to someone, uh, a friend of mine, who went and visited. Now, to be fair, he was visiting with people who, with someone who had been on the show, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when he was visiting with that person who had been on the show, he was driving with a bunch of other people and they were all listening to and talking about the show. And it was like, oh, that's super cool and awesome. Anyway. Who was it? It was uh, it was uh, people who are connected to our good friend T.A. Noonan. Oh, cool. Cool. So let's talk about Twitter questions. That's right. Speaking of our good friends and our listeners, uh, I'm, I'm sure we have some questions from Twitter where people want to get banned. From the show, <laughs> people want to get banned from asking us questions because I am not, I am, I'm a barrel, not a Rubius. <laughs> oh, you don't take guff? Do I, I take think it. you're more of a, oh no, I don't want to play which, which, which dark character, which Negaverse character is Chris? Oh, no, no, please, please. I don't know. I want to hear, I, I don't hear know. what you think. Let's see. Oh, you've got, I know you've got someone in mind. I can tell. No, I didn't yet. Hmm. I mean, are you, I get, if I had to, I'd say you're Jedi. <laughs> Fair. I feel like I'd be the doom tree. <laughs> I just kind of sit around. Do you and... often just not talk to people and expect them to do your bidding? Yeah, pretty wow. much. And everybody thinks I'm this terrible person, but I'm actually kind of great. You know, I can relate to that. Speaking of uh, th those original villains uh, f from back in season one, though, uh, are you guys drinkers? Yes. <laughs> Because uh, Jonathan Chisholm II asks, if Jedite, Nephrite, Zoysite, and Kunzite were each an alcoholic drink, what would they be? Hmm. I feel like Jedite would be a Jaeger bomb. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was going to say that very thing, because that's what really? the humans are into these days. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of a trend. Like, it was a trendy thing several years ago. <laughs> so I feel like that is what Jedite would be into. Like, that's that, that very early... Uh, the fan comic we got very early in the show uh, with Jedi um, manufacturing Tamagotchis. It's very like, <laughs> like, what are you drinking, kid? Jagerbomb? Cool. All right. <laughs> I'll have 12. Like he's out on a casual brunch with people and everyone's ordering mimosas and he's like, Jagerbomb, please. It's 11 a.m. Jedi. <laughs> I mean, Nephrite would be something like really classy, right? Because he's like always like putting on the I'm super rich. Shaken, not stirred martini, maybe. <laughs> you think he's James Bond classy? Wow. <laughs> He can't okay. jump over a fence from a standing <laughs> jump. He, Nephrite would be something expensive, but ultimately useless. 
<laughs> like what? <laughs> that, that finishes well. I don't. Like a whiskey that no one would ever buy. Maybe like like a two hundred dollar bottle of something. He's 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 a top shelf. He's okay. a he's a top shelf, but not very good whiskey. Grey Goose, a oh, whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever orders gray goose no sure. one ever never it never is a gray goose uh, a gray goose martini <laughs> that's, that's a good one zoysite zoysite oh what would uh, she be? let's see what what's what's the most bitter drink <laughs> oh. <laughs> old-fashioned no uh, old-fashioned does have a like you gotta you gotta put some bitters in your old-fashioned <laughs> that's but not enough it's not bitter enough <laughs> this is hard well i think it look uh, I, I know what Malachite would be, and that would just be the drink that someone was drinking before they turned their back and you stole it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Kunzite. <laughs> wow. So please enjoy uh, your Sailor Moon parties, everybody. Oh, so it's like I mean, half, people, half drank backwash glass of beer. People probably shouldn't drink all these in one night, right? I mean, <laughs> no, they absolutely the should round. not. Please, please enjoy the four kings of heaven responsibly. <laughs> the four <laughs> drinks of heaven. <laughs> Here's another, hey, here's a similar question from Sarah the Pizza. If moon pudding was a real dessert, what flavor would it be? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like this this year when we have, when we celebrate Sailor Moon's birthday party, uh, I think we need to serve moon pudding and chocolate parfaits. Because I, I had a chocolate parfait last year. Okay. So we need to have moon pudding uh, and pizza coffee. Pizza coffee. Isn't the moon made of and, cheese? And, Wouldn't it be and some Bob Floyd ice cream. Cheese pudding? Oh, I don't know if I want that. <laughs> you could make like a you could make like like a, a cream soft cheese, cheese and yeah. like, like a uh, uh, like a brie or like a mascarpone or just a bowl uh, of melted brie. I would love that. <laughs> That's not technically moon pudding. Moon pudding is actually like, just queso. I feel like pudding <laughs> has a meaning that we are ignoring. <laughs> right? Like, what does pudding mean? Let me look it up. Well, I, well it means dessert. Doesn't pudding it? just yeah. means any kind you of dessert. Need to look up the definition. <laughs> I know, like, what makes a thing a pudding rather than a not pudding. This is great because we're like eight minutes into this show and <laughs> it's up. already super off the rails. <laughs> Shut no, up, but, yo. No, but can I say something? Please, of course. I was watching Ex Machina yesterday and they're talking about how they're making this robot's personality out of everybody in the world's like Google searches. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining like moon pudding. What is dessert? <laughs> I, well, you know, so the first scary. thing she should ask is whether or not he's gay, right? Like that should be the first thing that she asks when she um, meets a person. Are, are you, you gay? gay? <laughs> because that is everyone. That is the Google search for every name you've put in the internet. No, it's feet. Every oh, feet. Do yes, you're right. Are you gay? Can I see your feet? Those are the two <laughs> most important down, things. He's like, hello. Take your shoes off. Socks too. <laughs> Like, I don't understand how this robot is so superior and, like, classy when clearly they're missing the point of what Google searches actually are. What is dessert? Sailor Moon's feet. Is someone gay? (laughs) (laughs) What is dessert? Sailor Moon's feet. Jordan, next question. Wait, no, hold on. I'm still trying to learn about pudding. (laughs) Learn about pudding on your own time, buddy. We're burning. Oh, yeah, what is pudding? Wait, cheese pudding is a thing. I'm clicking on cheese pudding. Oh, God. It, no, it's it seems like it's sort of like a cheesecake kind of situation. Cheese- yeah, do y'all not watch Chopped? Uh, when do they make cheese pudding on Chopped? It's a it's a savory pudding which resembles a, sou- a souffle. It, uh, huh. One version involves cottage cheese and or goat cheese. Oh, I hate that. No, or, or, no, or cream no, cheese. no cottage cheese. But I think like a, a cheesecakey type of pudding would be would be good. Okay, 
like some cream cheese up in there. All right. So, so, uh, well, so like listeners, uh, speaking of chopped, those of you who are really great cooks, send in your recipe for cheese pudding and, uh, we'll talk about it on the, uh, send in your recipes for cheese pudding, pizza, coffee, and Bob Floyd ice cream. (laughs) No, pizza pizza coffee is going to be the worst thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Pizza coffee coffee is actually a chicken. It's just a chicken recipe. Oh, please, I hope so. Because otherwise we're talking about like putting tomato sauce in coffee and I'm not on board. No, no, no. You take a chicken and you marin you marinate it in, in um coffee? coffee and like you scoop all the cheese off from a pizza, you wrap the bird in it, <laughs> what? put it on fry this it. It actually sounds worse. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the recipes. We can have moon pizza pudding and coffee. That's better. We're gonna have moon pudding, pizza, coffee, and uh and Bob Floyd ice cream. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a party. I like that. Hey, Robert Poteet says, after Usagi takes over Earth and everyone is immortal, what do you two, Chris and Jordan, and I'll throw in you as well, because they're <laughs> ignoring you, plan to do? <laughs> what do we plan to do for eternity when we are immortal because the moon uh, has taken over the world? Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of time to plan for so quickly. Like, that's not a fair question. Well, I guess I'd first I'd start off by, you know, making sure... I googled pudding, <laughs> making sure I knew all about it, every aspect, every facet. It would take a few years, but got time. I mean, I guess if I was immortal, I'd probably eventually find time to go to the gym. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would never. It'd be like, well, I've got all the time in the world. I can go tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's true. For all eternity. <laughs> Chris, any thoughts? Uh, I guess I would just do like three more podcasts. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what What's the problem? Uh, hey, here's some non crossover questions. Uh, from Hey James, is Linda Carter's Wonder Wonder Woman a magical girl or not? Hmm. Is Is Linda yeah, Is she a magical girl? She does have a transformation sequence. That's true. Mm-hmm. But with a magic would... crystal. Well, it doesn't have. Oh to no, be, those right? don't exist. Oh, <laughs> well, no, they don't actually. Sailor Moon is fiction. Jordan, right, are you Wonder like Woman this when you're editing comics? Um, <laughs> like, like well. if Doctor Strange shows up, do you send back like, mm, "Hey guys, just wanted to let you know, uh, magic doesn't really exist." So I don't know what Doctor Strange is doing in this panel. No, no, because it's clearly established in world that it's real. I, I would say, I would say, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, is a magical woman. Oh, well. Uh, and then the second question was, is Shazam? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's the most magical girl. I would love to see a magical girl take on the on the Marvel family. That'd be amazing. Yeah, like, I, I feel like the idea of, like, all the different kids becoming Shazam uh, that was brought up in kind of the, the more recent Shazam stories, I don't like that. But if it was treated as a magical girl team, I feel like I would like it a lot more. Sure. Let's see. Does that mean does that mean Moon Crystal Power Makeup is actually uh, an acronym? Oh God! For all the uh, <laughs> for all the people whose power Sailor Moon is getting. No, like so the M stands for M O O N C R. Oh God! Somebody sent. You can email that into us too at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail What is Moon Crystal Power Makeup? I'm gonna figure this out. Stand for Moon Crystal Power Makeup. Don't forget makeup. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> and this is all for Marvel or anyone? This is for this, this is for, for Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon has the power of. No, no. I mean, what does each letter 
stand for. It oh, has to be in the Marvel Captain Marvel. Universe. No, 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 no. Captain, what it is is Captain Marvel says Shazam, which stands for Chris. You probably uh, know it by heart, right? Uh, he's got the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the speed. No, the uh, the speed of Mercury is the last one, and he's got the something of Achilles, but I can't remember uh, what it is. Probably strength. Yeah. No, he's got the strength, strength of, Hercules. of Hercules. Yeah. Okay. I'll work the on durability this. of Achilles, I guess. Durability. <laughs> it's probably not durability that word exactly, but you never know. So who knows? It could stand for anything. Daniel the historian wants to know. While obviously it misses the point of the show, <laughs> courage of Achilles. There you yeah. go. Oh, what? Okay, he's, sure. He's not courageous. He's well. He, I mean, I guess he is, but that's not what he's known for. You, let's, you kind of don't have to be when you're unhurtable, except for in one place, right? He, that, that man is a fucking heel. <laughs> But I'm <laughs> nice. You got to make a joke out of that. You got the so the, tena- the tenacity. Oh, Achilles! All right. So as I said, the da- Daniel historian says, well, obviously it misses the point of the show. What would a gender swapped version of the show be like? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, not inherently. Well, I'd like it because every time there'd be you know tuxedo mask as a. Or I guess ball gown mask or something, <laughs> and um, and it would just be a woman coming in and saving the day. Which, like everybody, get your shit together. All right. So I'd like that. Th- I'd like it if that were a woman. You know what? I don't know if I don't the world think... is ready for super cougar Daria Shields. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was Daria though, and she was hella monotone, but just. <laughs> Came in in a ball gown and saved everybody. All no, but you know what? I don't think. I think you say that, but I don't think it's true because I feel like. I feel like that's a thing we've seen and it's not as progressive as it sounds because it because because again, while Tuxedo Mask does get quote unquote credit for coming in and saving Sailor Moon a lot, really he's kind of bogus because he really doesn't do much. Like he shows up and doesn't help much. He helps for like half a second. Well, he throws that flower and everybody gets distracted enough to give <laughs> Sailor Moon time to do her attack. Right. I'm just saying, I think if there was an all-guy show where guys were kicking ass all the time and then a lady showed up and threw a flower, everybody would not be like, that lady is so awesome. They would be like, okay, thanks, lady. (laughs) And she's like 40 years old. She's a businesswoman. She has a convertible. She's not a Actually, I'm I'm liking that a lot more. Her five-year-old son wants to marry her. Well, sure. That's that's a thing. Six, successful businesswoman ball gown mask just showing and being like, hey boys, believe in yourselves. I'm out. Adieu. I've got business to do. Ball gown mask. Well, moonlight lady? That would be awesome. I don't think I yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anybody draw I've seen boy versions of the of the scouts, but I've never seen a, a ball gown mask before, which is pretty awesome sounding. Well we have we have Yamato Yuga. Who is the who plays Tuxedo Mask in the musicals? Well, sure, but that's still Tuxedo Mask, and is yeah, and she is. I mean, she is playing, you know, member of Chiba. She is playing Tuxedo Mask, right? But also that that is that is it's 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 good stuff. Are you all right, Chris? <laughs> I, look, You're getting worked I, up. I have a little bit of a crush on her. <laughs> I think with the if, if it were switched to being about men instead of women, one thing that I like is that. It wouldn't change that much. Every episode, they're either like at an arcade or they're doing sports or they're doing homework. They're, I mean, occasionally they're, you know, being girls like in love with boys, but it's it's not. It just kind of points out the fact that Sailor Moon as a show is not the most sexist of cartoons about women, which no. I like. I respect that. Well, let's think about the characters themselves for a moment. Uh, do you think mm-hmm. people would accept? Do you th- I mean, like we all love Usagi 
because right. of, oh, hold on, something's going on. Oh, you're just posting a picture. So. Just me looking at pictures of Yamada Yugo's tuxedo mask, you know? <laughs> I thought, like, there was a problem with the call or something. Nope, just popping up pictures of tuxedo Oh, my God. She looks fancy as hell. That yeah. jaw. She is. She is amazing. She's beautiful. But I was going to say, we all love Yusagi partially because she goes against, like, the traditional female character type. Like, because she is about being lazy and tired and eating. Right. Like, if there was a lazy, tired and eating male character would people accept him as a lead only if he has a neck beard accepted me on this show as well are you the lead of this show or i kind of feel like i am (laughs) oh no (laughs) i mean like listen i like jughead but he's not the main character really like he gets his own book jordan that's steven universe yeah that's true that's true like steven is kind of you know like lazy and and super emotional and and klutzy and like, like, you know, there's that line in uh, in Rose's Garden episode where he talks about how he can't cry because he's too tough. And I think Pearl says, you know, this morning you cried because you thought about snakes. <laughs> and he starts crying and goes, they don't have arms. <laughs> like that's, you All know, right. All right. obviously right. it's yeah. not a it's not a one for one. But, you know, the same, you know, over emotional, a bit of a klutz that we get from from Sailor Moon is something that you could apply to to Steven Universe. All right. So then so then that's what you saw you would be like. Amy, it's not hard to imagine Steve a, Urkel. A, a geeky guy. Yeah. Like Steve that how Urkel. how dare you? I would love that. <laughs> Amy is Steve Urkel. Oh, I oh, would be oh my god. Are we just re- replacing everyone? Now I am in, on board for this super. No, okay. Somebody can draw this. Steven Universe, <laughs> Steve Urkel, who takes Ray's place? Who's what other our, our male can Ray? We use? Some, who's oh, a hot head? Stevens? Um, hothead. Somebody who's well, the problem is the weird thing is that like she's got like this like religion and celebrity like she's a really complicated character as much as i don't like her (laughs) okay let's let's think about it yeah i I don't know exactly how you what if there's anyone like her anywhere else oh that's so sweet i thought you hated her i i do (laughs) (laughs) i love this respect she's my she i don't like her she's my least favorite of the scouts but at the same time there's no one like her she's unique in every way she's fairly unique I, well, yeah. let's move on, I guess. Yeah. Jupiter, uh, okay, somebody who is, like, very athletic, but unusually <clears throat> sensitive and into, like, cooking and cleaning and things like that. Yeah, do we do we have any any sensitive martial artists? Hmm. I'm so, sure. Jackie Chan. Aww. Sure, yeah, Jackie Chan. Steven Universe, or, or, Julia White, or no, wait, Jackie Chan. No, no, God of Cookery. What's his name? Stephen Chow. There you go, Stephen Chow from God of Cookery. <laughs> so, St- Steven Universe, Stephen Chow. Oh, we're Steve all friends. This is going to be, it's like, they're all sailors. They're all Stevens. Sailor Steve. Okay, so we've got that. Who's be- now <laughs> Venus, we right? Do more Steves? Yes. Um, okay. We're going to find this. Sailor Here Venus. Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> sure. Oh, wait, no. no. Here we go. Here we go. You got it? No, but oh. I'm, I'm going to. Hmm. So we're doing Venus now? Yeah, let's try Venus. So she's like, let's again, start. she's very into celebrity and <clears throat> romance. Uh-huh. Steve Zissou? <laughs> What? The character. No, I know who you're talking about. I just don't have any clue what he he has in common with Venus. I don't know. It's just the only Steve I could think of. Steve Buscemi. No. Steve Steve Buscemi and Sailor Venus. That would be perfect. What? That would be delightful. No, you have to have someone glamorous. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Have you ever seen him? He's wonderful. Yes, he's terrific. (laughs) But he's not bad. It's already cemented itself in my head cannon. Oh. Can't go back now. Then all we've got left is Ray. 
No, Stephen Buscemi. We can't have Stephen Buscemi. <laughs> I can't Steve accept Buscemi. this. This just, just rejects my brain. You're fine. Steve Martin? He's pretty magical. He's too old. Yeah. He can no, be tuxedo he's... mask. Oh. No, tuxedo no, mask that's is a, a woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> or no, what if he was just tuxedo ball gun and it was just oh, Steve God. Martin? And they walk out. <laughs> okay, you know what? This question has broken us all. <laughs> you should ban them. Everyone is banned. Oh. Everyone is banned. That was a really great question. Uh, and if you guys can figure out Stevens to replace Ray and uh, and Mina, let us know. No, Steve Buscemi is Mina. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, no. Ray is Stephen Strange. Oh, yeah, of course. Ray wow. is Doctor Strange. You nailed oh. that. <laughs> wow. Oh. Just Stephen to be clear, Moon kids, is magic isn't show. real. Stephen Moon. She, could she be or Steve Stiller, Rogers? Stiller Steve. <gasps> Steve Rogers. Oh, that's Venus. That would be a good Venus, too. It's good. We, got, we got good stuff going it's on. A this is a good team. This is a solid team. I feel good about it. Team All right, I love it. Stephen Moons, yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, everybody, uh, you've got your art duties now. <laughs> you've got your art assignments for the week. <laughs> that is everyone's art homework for the day. <laughs> and remember, crystals are not going to do your homework for you. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Some crystals are magic, uh, but not all. So, is it time for the episode, Chris? <laughs> I think it's time for the episode. Uh, we have we have wasted enough time. All right. Well, then, but when we get to the episode, Chris, what is the name of the episode in Japan? Uh, the name of the episode in Japan. Once again, this is Sailor Moon episode sixty six. Uh, Usagi's parental love, the Curry Romance Triangle. So, Chris, putting on your nineties Sailor Moon producer hat. <laughs> okay. What do you call this episode? All right, well, let me ask, am I hot or cold if, if oh. I go with, like, a supermarket angle? Should we talk about the Deke, the Deke title first? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking oh. about. Oh, I thought you were going to make up your own. No, we're making him guess. We're making him guess oh. what the Deke title is going to be. Gotcha. Um, sort of in the right direction. Not okay. Not quite supermarket. Because I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's not curry-based. <gasps> oh, are you? <gasps> is it not curry-based? Is it, it curry-based? It is curry-based. Ooh, okay. Uh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> Curry on my wayward future daughter. Oh <laughs> wow, you went for it. So you close. did. I apologize formally. I am going to act sorry. Curry only if it wasn't on purpose. On my wayward future daughter. That's the episode title. Uh, well, it. yeah, it should be. That should be this episode's title. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Chris, it's called a curried favor <laughs> see i thought that and i was like there's no way it's that dumb it is that dumb <laughs> it is that dumb oh my god okay <laughs> so let's get to it chris do you I, want to tell us anything see... about our star oh i do because just in case this is someone's new <laughs> they probably aren't caught up can i have like like three seconds you Jordan? may you may i'll allow just, it i just i don't need long i just need like three seconds just need like two seconds <laughs> three get, get no go this. fill out three okay I'll, I'll take the full three seconds yeah. all right our heroine is usagi Tsukino. she's 14 years old she's a cancer her blood type is O, and she is also the moon pudding that's right she is the reincarnation <laughs> of the princess of the moon kingdom and the future ruler as neo queen serenity of crystal tokyo we don't know that yet though Currently, she is also Sailor Moon, uh, the guardian of love and justice. As previously mentioned, she's uh, a little emotional and a bit of a klutz. And she is joined in her battle against evil by the other four inner senshi or sailor scouts. We have uh, Ami Mizuno, the kind-hearted girl genius. We have Rei Hino, the hot-headed psychic. We have Makoto Kino, the powerful girl in love. We have uh, Minako Aino, the block of wood. No, and... not, no, no. 
<laughs> the black and, and we Lord. also have two cats, Luna and Artemis. We have not seen a long time. Oh. Yeah, he's been missing. Artemis and good. Not literally. <laughs> no, he's just not in the episodes. There's also a uh, 39-year-old boyfriend who is Usagi's <laughs> no, no. destined moon lover. 19. Named, named Memoruchiba. 19. Who owns several small businesses. No. And on the ver- he's three weeks away from retirement. <laughs> he's looking forward to taking it easy in Florida. Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> and complicating matters somewhat is that a small child fell out of the sky onto Usagi. And we also don't know yet that she is their future daughter. Although, honestly, if we don't know that yet, it's because we're dumb. <laughs> three. Okay, that was three seconds. Oh, I didn't even get to the Spectre sisters. Oh, sorry. <sighs> sorry. You'll have to talk about that I will later. say, uh, this is two episodes in a row where we're going to have Pets and Calaveras as our enemies. Uh, and we're not going to see Cohen or Bertier at all, which is a shame because former guest uh, Annie Creighton uh, emailed me. And was referring to Cohen and Bertier as Catface Meowmers and Sexy Elsa. Catface hey. Meowmers. <laughs> That's accurate. That's Those are pretty good. Sexy Elsa. Yeah. But, Sexy uh, Elsa was my favorite. But Avery That's and Prisma, as I call them, are <laughs> fun bickering. That's a good time. Listen, let's talk for a moment about Sailor Venus, because you have convinced some of our listeners that the personality of a block of wood should be her slogan if we had... T-shirts with positive messages for every scout except for Venus, apparently. And I, don't I don't, know, over emotional and a bit of a klutz isn't. Well, isn't that's positive. That's well, she's true. only a she's bit. She's character. not a not a huge klutz, just a little. Oh. But I think I think for Venus, her catchphrase, if she gets an interesting one, if everyone should have an interesting one, would be, "She's got a cat." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, somebody, I think I thought there was another suggestion. I'm trying to look through and see something about like a, a the newcomer. Didn't somebody say something about that? She's did new and has nice. Those, did we ever put up those designs that uh, that Christy did? No, we no. really should put those up because we are the only ones who have seen them. I well, think what we and should they do are is super fantastic. Realistically, we should. I mean, we should make them into actual T-shirts. Is what we should do. Well, yes, but un- until then, like they are. Super, super awesome design. But who would and buy a t-shirt that says personality of a block of wood? I'd buy it. I oh, think it's what? hilarious. You would buy it and wear it? Yeah. Is it had a cool design? No. Just text on a shirt. Okay. Nobody would I, I think the Sailor Moon shirt or the Sailor Venus shirt should just be that picture of a block of wood and a wig. No, <laughs> no that's too in. cute. It's too no, cute. It's Everyone too would cute. want it. No. I just love that. The personality of a block of wood. And you would wear a shirt that's, that suggests yes. that you have the personality of a block of wood. Yes, but if I actually did have a personality of a block of wood, one, I would not be aware of it. And two, I would not be wearing a shirt advertising it. So well, clearly yeah. it's ironic. Don't uh, you think? Well, <laughs> sure. I said, I, said, I said Christy earlier. I met Christina Murdoch, who was our, our, our guest. Eating Somebody made an eating and sleeping and taking the easy way out shirt. Although I can't tell if they really made it or if they just made an image of it. Oh, I'd wear that. Yeah, it's it's it was done like John and Paul and Ringo and George style. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, oh. pretty great. So mm-hmm. we should make all of these shirts. We really, 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 really should. And everybody is going to get mad at us if we keep talking about it and not doing it. So we should just do it. We really, we really should. And but in the meantime, I would really love for people to see. All right, if you uh, want to see designs because that like 
Because again, they're too good for just us to have seen for the months that we've had them. Well, no, and they're so good that we them. should have been inspired to actually do something, and we didn't. Well, yeah, we that too. That too. <laughs> you know. All right. So, episode. <laughs> <laughs> Curried favor. Curried favor. Um, <laughs> so, this episode begins. How does this episode, in fact, begin? Well, this episode begins with uh, Sailor Moon's parents, who right. uh, I actually went and looked up their names so that I would have them. And they are Ikuko and Kenji, which are the names of Naoko Takeuchi's real life parents. Aww. So Do it is a, does Naoko's okay. parents have really cute slippers too that she wears? Cause they've all <laughs> got really nice slippers on really cute ones. I do imagine that Naoko Takeuchi's mom has purple hair. <laughs> and do, do her parents disappoint her the way that these parents are disappointing <laughs> their children today? <laughs> Uh, that's right, because uh, Chibiusa is extremely disappointed because uh, because Kenji and Akuko promised to go with her to a parent-child curry rice event. <laughs> I, think deep down, I think deep down inside, they, they subconsciously know that Chibiusa is not their kid, so they don't feel any real parental love or obligation to be there for her. Oh, well, it would be super weird if this episode ended up with her actual parents having to go <laughs> parent-child curry rice event with her. Foreshadowing. Wait, what's the brother's name again? Shingo? Shingo. Did you forget Shingo? I did, I did. Having Kenji in my head kept making me forget it. He's doing his thing that he does all the time with his hands up in the air, his stupid elbows in the air. I just don't understand this pose that he does nonstop. His cool pose that he does? His delinquent pose? His like hands on the back of his neck, elbows up as high as you can. What the fuck is this pose? It's not comfortable. Why would anyone be like that all the time? He's like, My favorite part of this is that Shingo is like, like, Shingo is like observing this like he is an adult. <laughs> like he, He's like, hey, kids don't like it when you break your promises. <laughs> kids don't take that well. Like, shut up, Sammy. You're six. <laughs> he's older than that. You're wearing a shirt with an anchor on it, you little idiot. Because <laughs> he's a sailor fan. Oh. That's so cool. <laughs> it's so subtle. So Yusagi pokes her head in and sees the disappointment and goes, "What's going on?" And she and they tell her, "Well, you know, we can't do oh, no, no, thing." No, the first thing that happens is her father goes, "Oh, that's right, you're here, Usagi." <laughs> like, Jesus, Dad, did you forget I live here? <laughs> well, she never spends any time at home. She's always out fighting for justice and love. And yeah, winning love. Yeah. <laughs> Depends by daylight. Only by daylight. On, it's day or night, yeah. <laughs> I just love the phrase, a parent-child curry rice event. <laughs> it's really specific. So they're kind of like, we can't go, so maybe you could help us out. And Yusaki's like, oh, you want me to go? And and again, this is where, like I talked about last episode, I enjoy watching Chibi Yusa be terrible. I don't like her. But I like disliking her. So Yusagi's like, so you want me to help out? Oh, that'd be great. And she goes, no, I hate you. I'd rather go alone than go with you. You are terrible and you suck. And she's like, all right, well, then I'm not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> she is a terrible, terrible brat. <laughs> and it's she's funny. really bad. But she's. But you could later in the episode, you see she's only acting out because yes. she is. I don't know if I should get into this now, but. Her situation is tragic. Well, it is. And then you find out she's 900. 
right, but she's no. Sent, no. she's sent in the past into the past to, to deal with her parents, yeah. who have no idea who she is, uh-huh. who hate her, no. who are Look, berating she, her. She started it. She's five. No, she's, she's nine hundred apparently. No. <laughs> She's supposed to be five. But anyway, she's sent back to like be with her family and they just dismiss her at every turn. And she she's five years old and she's alone. Her. She pulled a gun. First minute. First minute. Gun. And then click, click. Oh, good thing Listen, you, it wasn't loaded. You don't, you would be dead right now. She's really reactive, okay? Oh. She's five. 109. 905. <laughs> but I do kind of feel for her. This is a terrible situation where everyone that you people that know her and love her are just treating her like garbage because she started it if she showed up and was a nice child and been like i need your help is there something you could do to help me they would have been like of course little girl we're helpful people we are good guys that is what we do every day all day but instead she comes and she shows up and pulls a gun and goes i hate you i'm gonna steal your boyfriend And she's your new her- favorite character. No. <laughs> you just she's love like, to hate her. I, I, I love to hate her as opposed to Ray, who I just hate still. <laughs> because Ray's me. Okay. So so then Chibiusa, you know, to go along with your sympathy ploy, uh, is out on the uh, balcony just sitting, gazing up at the stars and being like, I don't need anybody. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Well, why would they send a five-year-old to do this mission? <laughs> What's the mission? Don't she's not, don't, There's not even a mission. Well, Find I'm the sure crystal. There is one. Yeah. Find the crystal that you know where it is because you had it. <laughs> it well, this doesn't it's, make it's any sense. She's, she has to do something. Uh, yeah, I guess. And she's got all this responsibility for no reason. They're clearly more competent people in the. I don't know. Why couldn't they have sent Ray from the future? And then there's two Rays, and then they're dealing with that. That would be hilarious. You guys would or hate it. Why not send one of the scouts who they haven't met yet? And then just have a person come up and go, Hi. I'm well, like Pooh. Send Pooh. Send, Hi, send I'm Pooh. Just send <laughs> Pooh instead of. Instead of I mean, look. Uh, look, we see. Like, we see in the future, you know, like, the scouts, like, the inner senshi, like, back-to-back, right? Like, protecting that pillar of light, eventually. We're going to see that. But you know who's not doing anything in the future? Is uh, Mamoru-ass Chiba. <laughs> he's he just sitting there, like, fucking with his younger self. I was going to say, he's sending important on dreams. on his crystal computer. Sending important dreams back in time. What a jackass. <laughs> Look, Chris, this uh, is how it is. This is how it is. What happens is he knows they're going to end up together, right? He knows they're going to get together and they're going to be in love for literally eternity, right? But he's like, oh, shit. I remember there was this time when this thing happened where I broke up with her for no fucking reason because of this stupid future version of myself. <laughs> and if I don't send that back now, I might fuck everything up and not end up with her. But he's already with her. Yeah, but he's who knows what will happen? There. Because I remember myself fucking with myself, so now I have to go fuck with myself. Because if I don't, it changes things. So he has to send it back. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> entire life. Do you think some like, like 600 years in the future, we've got Usagi, the Queen Serenity, and Mamoru, and they're sitting together like, you know, having some Jaeger bombs or whatever. And she goes, Hey, remember when you told past you to not like me? (laughs) And he goes, ah, shit. I never got around to that. (laughs) Let me do that. Let me do that now. (laughs) 
their their future marriage has to just be garbage. Right? No, like well, yes, but there's garbage sit. for every trash pile, so it's okay. Oh, good, good call, good call. Uh, I do want a <laughs> quick update, Jordan, before we move on. Okay, uh, the the suggestion for the Sailor Venus shirt that we did get came from uh, Hugh O'Donnell, and it was Venus, the glamorous latecomer. There you go, there you go. <laughs> but that's but that's inaccurate because she's around before Sailor Moon. The glamorous late but she just she joins the group later. Uh, well, someone has to be last. She's already yeah, fighting she was, evil. She was literally first. So then call her the celebrity something. No, block of wood. Moving on. Block of wood. Uh, <laughs> so we cut to uh, Usagi's bedroom where Luna is full on person shaped in this scene. Oh my god, yes, her neck. Her oh neck god. is Luna, so weird. Luna yeah. has a clavicle in this scene. Yeah, it's not right. It is not right. Yeah. Oh, so creepy. Like she like this this shot of Luna like giving what is, to be fair, an amazing side eye to Usagi. <laughs> like leaning away, one eye almost closed. Yeah, she is she is people shaped. It's super weird. She I has people notes. shoulders. On my notes I wrote, why does Luna have shoulders and a clavicle and a neck? <laughs> yes. She looks too human and it's not okay. Yeah, it is it's mega weird. Although I think the fact that she talks is weird, too. <laughs> no! Later, later on in this episode, I was going to save this for later when it happens, but later on in this episode, there's going to be a part where Luna is pretending to be a regular cat. Yeah. Because oh. they're, with, they're, with, they're oh out in God. public. But Luna pretends yeah. to be a regular cat that responds to human language. <laughs> you know, Luna pretends to be a regular cat that verbally responds to Japanese. Yeah, that's true. Like Usagi's like, "Oh, sorry, Luna, you can't come in. There's a there's a sign here that says cats aren't allowed." And well, Luna goes, "Wow." Well, actually, stays outside. Can I tell you though? In the deep dub, in the deep dub, she goes, "Luna looks like you can't come in," and Luna goes, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> like she clearly says why, but tries to cat it up a little bit. <laughs> she forgets that she's a cat, even though she's been a cat her whole existence yes Regard- she, i mean i mean there's a, there's the cat person but i think is she a cat or a people i, we'll, I think we'll she's a cat know. that can we'll turn when she transforms she's a people no but that's so, different that's different yeah. a year she's a cat so she's still she's still gonna lick her crotch so the weird luna shape is is making exactly <laughs> the same argument that you just made that yusagi doesn't appreciate what a terrible predicament uh chibi's in and that she's sad and alone and then to go and uh, help her anyway, even though she doesn't want help. Mm. Um, so she creeps up on Chibiusa, who is trying to make curry and rice by herself, like a five-year-old. But her hands are too small. <laughs> that is what they say in the deep dub. Her hands <laughs> are too small. Uh, in the in the dub, I think, or in the subs, I, they're talking about how she can't pour the water out of the rice pot without spilling all the rice. It's very sad. I mean, again... She's, she's very crying precocious. Yeah, she's very, she's trying. She's trying to do it, but she's failing. And, you know, you do feel a little bad for her. We get yeah. in this scene uh, what I would consider to be a way more than necessary amount of upskirt shots of Chibiusa. And I define <laughs> that as more than zero. <laughs> right. Uh, they, I mean, you know, in their defense, as they're as far from sexy oh, or sexual as you could get please jordan defend this it's just a little girl standing on a stool and not paying attention i don't think it's like ho ho look at that yeah like, i don't think it is either though it's like why like yeah. could, we, could we just not <laughs> sure yes like, that would have been did? that would have been more sensible just don't 
Just don't have her skirt up that far. <laughs> well, it's always just an almost. You're going to look up the skirt, but you don't see anything. But you're like a centimeter away from no. crack. When she's, when she's bending over and working through the sink, it's just there's her underwear. Oh, really? Oh, a, a, a thousand oh, percent. I must have blocked it out. Yeah. Because she's five. Yeah. Right. Why? Right. <laughs> why, so, why, not just make, why not just make the step stool a little higher and we, that, we would not have that problem at all? Because... Because you know what? It's not like you had to go find a step stool and put it on set. It's just all drawn. <laughs> <Just> draw it. <laughs> so Yusagi uses psychology here. Mm. She uses some trickiness. Ah. Because uh, Chibi's like, I don't want any help. I don't want your stupid help. I can make it by myself. And Yusagi goes, well, I mean, I was thinking we could ask Mamoru to help. And she's mm-hmm. like, what? Mamoru? Okay. And she, and she goes... We shouldn't bother him. And she goes, well, then I'll go by myself. What? No, I, I want to go too. And then Chibi goes, wait, hold on. You just want to go hang out with Mamoru, don't you? She's like, no, no, that's not it. That's really <laughs> it's, it. It's a strange plot because like, hey, here's my ex-boyfriend. He dumped me. Let's go hang out with him at his house when right. we weren't invited. Right. Except what the reason it's really strange and the reason that you can allow that to happen is that my ex-boyfriend doesn't want anything to do with me. But he's all about this little girl who lives with me. (laughs) Because that's what happened next. They knock on his door. He opens the door, sees Usagi, and he's like, Usagi, Usagi, you can't come in. Like, what are you doing here? Oh, in the dub, he goes, you can't come in. I was taking a nap, even though he's wearing his pleated pants. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. He says, like, in the the Japanese version, he's like, he's like. He's like, it's way too early for you to be here. I'm not even awake yet. And I'm like, motherfucker, you are wearing a sleeveless muscle shirt tucked into belted purple pants. Do not act like this is in any way, shape, or form sleepwear. Has he been lying? Or is that his? are those his pajamas? It Who could be. knows at this point? I've never seen him out of the pleats. But then Chibi pokes her face around the door and goes, I need help. And he's like, oh, you're here? Come on in. Come on in, girls. And just lets him right in. Of course. Serves them tea. Got his hot little daughter. Ugh, that's not. Ugh. That's not what he's thinking. <laughs> he feels. You know what? He, as you know, here's what. Here's my. Here's my no fries. Memoru <laughs> has come to terms a long time ago with not understanding the things that he feels and just living with them. <laughs> really admirable like he just knows uh, this i feel love for this girl and i will do anything for this little girl i don't i'm not gonna question it i'm not gonna think about it i'm just gonna act if she needs something i'll help her because that's how i feel. guess who are we to kink shame <laughs> no it's not a kink no no it's not a kink no you know you, you know i, I will <laughs> it's not a kink i'll go ahead, I'll go ahead and throw a... this <laughs> so He's anyway 19. they come in is he 19? Because he tells them, yeah, I've got to work tomorrow. Yeah, he's 40. <laughs> Lots of 19-year-olds have work. Now, to be fair, I was like, what is his job? I don't believe he has a job. Business. What if he's no, like a salary he man? Salary. He goes out drinking well, every night. No. Jordan, we know that he's a former model. Yes, lots of people model as children. Yeah, I mean, he's probably, so he's probably like, you know, he probably quit when he was like 30. No! <laughs> he is 19. He's 19. He is not. He is. He's in college, maybe. Uh, how long has he been in college? If he's nineteen, like a year. Do you mean like no. he's? You mean like he's going back to get his master? No, <laughs> his PhD. He's on his, in his under. He's doing his associate's degree right now, guys. That's how that new he right. is. He's a professor. He's not a professor. His job that he's talking about is he works at a convenience store overnight. 
What? I'm making that up. Okay, because that's <laughs> yeah. sketchy as hell. Well, like I was about to, yeah, I was about to say, like, look at that nice apartment. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's too pretty. No, for you know, he, he has money because he inherited it from his dead parents who drove off a cliff. <laughs> oh, so, so he just, you know, he just has his, his job. Because he, he enjoys the challenge of working in a in an advanced field. No. Okay. Okay. How about this? Uh, what does he want to do when he grows up? Be king of the, the king of the moon. <laughs> That's what he's going to do. I don't know if we know what he wants to do. Uh, when okay. he grows up, he yes, because he's a young young man. I think All right. He's tell you what, doing, he's happy. He's going to college. Uh, he's working on the side at a auto at a garage. Yeah. Auto garage tuning up fast cars like yeah. Sailor Uranus. What if he's the driver from Drive at night? Well, that would he's be got, pretty cool. He's got his cool outfit. You know, he shows up. So who are you? Tuxedo mask. I'm your driver. The tuxedo driver. Wow. He's like halfway between like Racer X and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, you on board for this? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you like Racer X. All right. Back to the show. Uh, so. So they ask, they ask him, can you help out with this curry thing? And he says, no, I work tomorrow. I can't. I have work. I have very important work. I have a job. Work. I have a life. Yeah. You're not my girlfriend anymore. I've got, I've got a wife and kids in another town. No, 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 no. And then he goes, also, I don't even know how to make curry, curries and rice. Um, but they say, no, no, Yusagi knows how. It'll be fine. She actually knows how to do something. It's amazing. Supposedly. Yeah. Well, Memru is canonically a Hayashi Rice man. Yes. Yes. That's true. Know. That is what he likes. So he's like, no, they're like, no, we're going to make it. Uh, and then and, and Chibi's like, you have to help me and make sure she doesn't screw it up. And basically that's what he says. He's like, yeah, I'll let's do a test batch because I don't trust that Yusagi can cook anything that's worth eating. <laughs> so off to the supermarket. So let's go to the supermarket right now. And then Together. I don't know why she freaks out and is like, no, no, not right now. Let's go in the, at nighttime. And he's like, let's go now. What? Who? Wh why? Who cares? I don't know what things she had to do. Because she could only fight evil by moonlight. But it's it's early morning. Yeah, so she's winning love. Yeah. By shopping at a restaurant. Yeah, this is... this is. I mean, at supermarket. This all makes sense. She should be fine with this. She's trying to, like, be the stereotypical, like housewife that cooks and they have their daughter and maybe Darian will will like her again if he can see her as the stereotypical thing but she's missing the point where Darian likes children no that is not it he likes children in the sense of he is a father and he can feel it even though he doesn't understand it he'll get kicked out of a playground for sitting there watching the children play and not having a kid of his own that has never happened not that we've seen that we have seen so meanwhile, uh, <laughs> at Black Moon Clan headquarters, Pets is eating an entire cake by herself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this Which, is true. I I I feel I think the Spectre Sisters are my favorite villains on the show. <laughs> I love great. them. They are the best. Pets is eating an entire cake by herself, and uh, Calaveras, uh, it, like just drags her about it. Well, she is sticking lemon slices on her face. She says, I'm trying out a potion. It's just lemons. Like, is this yeah, supposed to be I don't like... I think you're supposed to stick lemons on your face. <laughs> this is like people putting like cucumbers on their face. Acid. Yeah. She should yeah. put them over her eyes and be like, oh, God, it hurts. Well, and also, you guys do know what happens to the lemons, right? They eat them? She eats them. <laughs> when Rubius shows up, watch. <laughs> Rubius shows up. And they cut away from her, and when they cut back, she's chewing, and she and they're gone. She quickly eats the lemons <laughs> off of her face. 
Well, one of them's eating a whole cake. The other is eating lemon slices. Clearly, they're they're trying to you know out outrank each other. One of them's like, well, I... I'm healthier. The other's like, I'm more indulgent. I mean, you're you're right. I just watched it, and she just pulls them off her face and shoves them in her mouth <laughs> like she's trying to hide them. Why is she trying to hide the lemons from Ruby? Because she's doing because uh, they're not food. They're a beauty treatment, and she doesn't want him to see her dolling herself up. It, she should always automatically be beautiful. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess like a, by by just rubbing rubbing raw lemon. No, no, no. It's like it's like if he walked in with like her curlers in or something, she'd be like, "No, don't look at me like this." Well, that's yeah. that's the weird thing is that they are <laughs> right. They're yes. sitting there. She's in not going to change full right. costume. Okay. <laughs> like they're full weird high fashion outfits. Just eating a like pets in her in her costume eating a cake is the funniest goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, a food related, it's a food related episode yeah. so it's all about food Calaveras is like saying well I'm trying to do this to, to look beautiful and Pets is like oh men who only care about that, the fact that you're pretty are like are shitty and they're not worth it and she's like yeah obviously you think so because you're eating a whole fucking cake <laughs> <laughs> they get assigned to take over uh the latest crystal point which is the supermarket where usagi likes to shop continuing the theory that we have that the crystal points are just places usagi likes <laughs> ice cream shop grocery store <laughs> crystal shop which is full of magical crystal energy nope. don't start not magic me. not magic <laughs> just rocks just rocks. and and so they run off to go do that wait In you know what scene, you know what usagi loved that place it's where she bought her chuggalug juice <laughs> <laughs> What if, what if we just saw, like, Usagi for the rest of the series just, like, you know, dragging around that giant bottle of Chuggalug charm juice and just every now and then taking a swig? Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> the best. So good. So in the next scene, we get the reason why Usagi wanted, didn't want to go shopping immediately because she wants to practice making curry rice. Oh, on her own. Yeah. So that then when she practices making curry rice, <laughs> she'll be good at it. She's practicing for the practice. The reason and I she, forgot about this was because this whole sequence is not in the deep dub. I, I told, that's why I totally forgot. Is it not? That's yeah. weird. This whole part with the other scouts helping her. Does not oh. exist at all. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. Yes, yeah, so you, you watch the dicta, right? So you don't even know yeah. what we're talking about. No. <laughs> There's this whole scene where the other scouts come and help her learn how to cook curry rice, and oh, so they teach her. She doesn't know at all. She doesn't know much. No, she, oh man! Like Ray literally gives her a book called Curry for Dummies, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out whose apartment they're at because the the building that they're in is bananas. Oh yeah, that crazy like it's like a crazy uh like pyramid apartments or something like weird. Yeah, it's like it's it's a super weird structure. If you if you haven't actually watched the episode, go go check it out because it's this weird like apartment building on top of apartment buildings. I'll I'll send you guys a screenshot. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna guess Amy. Ah. I mean it is a blue and white building, so it's a blue and white building and her her mother is a doctor. They have they're pretty okay for money. Mm -hmm. They can live in a nice place seems like a nice place to me. The way you're describing it, it sounds like Habitat 61 or whatever it's called in Montreal. <laughs> like a beehive kind of cement box thing. It's a, it's a very big apartment complex, but it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's pretty. It's not like a big ugly one like we would <laughs> sometimes get in New York City or like a, like a Judge Dredd style. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, but, but it, like, it's not Judge Dredd style, but it's kind of Judge Dredd it's style. It's like nice Judge, it's, it's, it's positive world Judge Dredd style. 
Yeah, here you go. Here, take, take, we take, go. A, take a look at this. This All building right, is let's, weird. Let's see. Oh my god, it looks like a Pokemon hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like a gym, like the water gym. It's big. Even the water tower on top looks weird. It's like round instead of like a normal water tower. That's so weird. then let's let's assume it's Amy's unless we see evidence that says otherwise. Yeah, it is not it is not weird as hell like Habitat 67, which I am looking at now and which is weird as hell. No, Habitat 67 is magnificent. I would love to live in there. It's it's super weird. It's yeah. I do not like it is it's making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Cement block beehive. As 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 Chris said, Amy is reading like a really detailed thing and Usagi's like, I don't need a lecture. So then Ray gives her curry for dummies mm-hmm. uh, and then they start preparing the food uh obviously jupiter who knows what she's doing like kicks it off and is like Obvi. let's do this she's chopping stuff and then venus goes i want to help <laughs> and she starts chopping carrots so badly oh god <laughs> like the, <laughs> the animation for minako chopping the the carrots is great because like it's all arrhythmic and like she's just kind of swinging the knife around and bits and pieces of carrot are going everywhere like it's really it, it is it, i mean it looks like she's about to chop her finger off before she chops her finger off then she chops her finger off so <laughs> so they go they all spaz out and she goes she just starts very subtly crying and then goes i cut myself <laughs> and everyone else is screaming going her finger is off her finger is off they start calling them. Am- they start talking about calling ambulances. Yusagi is going is off. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're going crazy. They're saying they have to reattach the finger. What? And then Jupiter realizes it's not her finger. It's just a carrot stub, and she oh just God. got like cut a tiny bit and is bleeding a little. The but finger is off. <laughs> they believed her finger was fully off of her hand. Oh my God. <laughs> That is wild. <laughs> then Usagi takes try, t- tries her hand at chopping things and is doing amazingly well. Except then they reveal there is not actually a vegetable. She's just <laughs> chopping with a knife nothing. What? Very quickly. <laughs> with no actual... But it's not an episode of Chopped. They can take their time. They don't need to well, no, do because it all that quickly. They have to do it before the Darian and Netan want to go to the place. Yeah, but... Because that's the end of the scene. Her doing the fake chop is the end. The finger is off. (laughs) The finger is off. That's the end of the scene. And then we cut to her walking with Darian and Chibi, which is where the deke dub cuts directly to. They just, again, they just cut that whole sequence entirely. Um, I want to talk about Darian's shirt. (laughs) Yeah, like, this... This is the most confusing shirt I have Um, ever seen. He looks great. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it is an abstract rooster. That is what I see (laughs) on his shirt. (laughs) Like a weird abstract art version of a rooster. Really? (laughs) This thing's like, I feel like this thing's like a Rorschach test. (laughs) What do you see? What do you see? Oh, I, mean, I, I can kind of see, like, because I, I think what you're saying is that it kind of looks like the the C from the Chick Fil A logo. Oh yeah, it sort of does. And and then obviously the red parts are the like whatever you call those parts, the red parts on a rooster. Yeah, uh, I, I feel know. like those red parts are definitely flames, though, right? <laughs> see, I just like chicken, and you just like flames. That's all it is. I mean, it looks like like it looks like a a burner on a stove. <laughs> Like an electric burner. All right. It we are getting like, different interpretations. What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> well, the rolled up sleeves. And I, it looks like the logo for his like 
Cobra Kai team or something like, I don't know, maybe he's on some martial arts team of something. <laughs> I don't know. He always looks like part, he's always wearing two different pieces of clothing and one looks like he's going to a gym and the other looks like he's coming home from work. Right. So it's always, it's a very interesting juxtaposition. Yeah. Cause that's, say. yeah, the shirt, it, it does. It, it's a very much a workout shirt situation. And then he's still wearing his, his perfectly pressed pleated pants with a professional <laughs> belt business, basically business on the bottom party on the top. Oh, yeah, this jackass has his sleeves rolled up <laughs> to show off show off his guns. Yep. His noodle are, arms. Yeah, these skinny little noodles. Some guns are thinner than others. Like you're, they're still guns. They could still kill you. Just like some that. rocks are magic. Some guns are, some guns will kill you. In my notes I wrote uh I, I wrote two tickets to the Rose Show. <laughs> the Rose Show? Like the gun show, but he's, so he's throwing his roses. Oh, his roses. <laughs> Because the roses don't weigh very much, so it doesn't have any muscle definition. Sure, surely to God, there is a place where we can buy this shirt. No, <laughs> right? There has to be a place where we can. Well, buy what this. would I would say? Look, but what do you Google to find it? Weird, I swirly actually, fire shirt. I actually just Googled tuxedo mask shirt explanation, and it was the second <laughs> result. No, oh my God, really? Uh, I am. I'm looking at a page uh, that is uh, at Starlight dot and it has a, a breakdown of a lot of members outfits oh okay, okay. Uh, oh my god it wasn't and all this about is just this called shirt. this is just called the modern art sweatshirt the best way i can think to explain this outfit is that picasso threw up on it <laughs> uh more rolled up goodness and hey why not throw a turtleneck collar in there for good measure <laughs> what did you google Tuxedo mask shirt explanation. I did. I googled that too, and I'm not finding it. Hit that. Hit that image search, my friends. Oh, image search. I didn't find it either. Um, Image search. No, I don't see it. No, we've got wicked lady and the. I need. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Memoru Chiba shirt explanation. Okay. Okay. Ah, snob. (laughs) What? (laughs) I know the fancy real thing. Oh Oh my god, that wait, that first shirt is amazing though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. That, that that took us right to it. You're right. There we go. But there's okay. no real explanation. Okay, but the pink shirt, he looks like a 40-year-old businessman. Also, check out that, like, check out <laughs> how high those pants are. Check out how high those pleated pants are. No, yeah, again, he's... You're going to tell me that a oh, person guys. in his teens are wearing those high pants? Yes, can, her name wait. is Makoto Kino. If we're all oh, on this Makoto's website, can we... You guys have to look at the teal, yellow, and gray sweatsuit. Oh, yeah, his yeah, running yeah, outfit. Yeah. It has rolled one. up sleeves and a rolled up turtle, rolled down turtleneck collar. Yeah, we've like seen that old. one. It's terrible. He looks old and not hip. <sighs> he's not old. He's not <laughs> hip, but he's not old. All right, look. <laughs> back to the abstract yes. Let me let me just Google that. See if that brings anything up. Do Do you have a Do, do you have a theory on this, Allison? Did I miss that? No, yeah, I just thought it was like a Cobra Kai logo or something. It's like, like from the- it's a spiral and flames, but then there's also something behind it. Like there's a. I don't see a rooster though. Maybe like an angry snail. <laughs> like it just looks like a rooster to me. Snail. But you're probably right. It probably is because of Chick Fil A. Oh, here we go. I've got a better shirt, better picture of it. It looks like a tower with a satellite spiral coming out of it, and then the spiral is on fire. Looks just like it. Yep. That is, I mean, look, that is exactly what it looks like. Yeah. So as they are walking down the street, uh, Chibiusa has a flashback to walking oh. down the street with her parents, oh, God. who mysteriously look exactly like these two jackasses she's with right now. Uh, Except huge it, and terrifying. 
Except huge and terrifying. And also, instead of walking towards the Tokyo Tower and the building-shaped buildings, they are walking towards giant shards jutting out from the ground. Capital of Krypton. Right, right. Kryptonopolis. Oh Kryptonopolis. Krypton. For the record. Sure. Oh, I did not know. Uh, and so, in this in this moment of pure childlike bliss, Shibuyusa reaches up and takes Yusagi's hand for the very first time. And Yusagi has a moment where she her heart melts for the poor child, and she's like, "You know what? This kid's not that bad." And then <laughs> she ruins it. Rini ruins it by being like, Ugh, "Don't hold my hand. Blah, you're gross. I hate you." Yeah, she's a little conflicted. She's got stuff to work, some issues to work through. It's like, she's the one that took her hand, not... And Serena's like, I'll go with it, because you're five, and I'm sympathetic. Yeah, you're a fine little kid. Maybe maybe, maybe this kid is nice sometimes. Nope. Maybe nice. five seconds of, of the day, she's nice. Out of every day, she gets five seconds where she's really great. And again, Yusagi, as much as I like her better by a million tons, like she <laughs> also has the most childish arguments in the world oh, with, with her. Like that they just sit there on the side of the road, screaming liar, 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 liar at each other. Uh. <laughs> All right. Now, are y'all ready for the best part of the episode? Oh, my God. Yes. This is so great. At, at at the grocery store, <laughs> Pets and Calaveras have set up a weird little kiosk for dark fruits. And I just want to run down amazing things about this. One, they have headbands that say oh. DF. Dark fruit. Two, Pets's, or, uh, Calaveras' t-shirt says new with an exclamation point. And Pets' <laughs> t-shirt says new, new with a question mark. <laughs> I love those shirts. Those shirts should be for sale, too. Oh, God. Uh, third, Pets is trying to sell people on the dark fruits by telling them <laughs> that uh, if they eat them, she says, eat this dark fruit and let's all be unhappy, which is the worst <laughs> advertising slogan. And she says this and people in this like people in the store start walking away and telling their children, don't even look at her. <laughs> it's amazing. And then she crushes one in her hand. I love it. And, and also, they are wearing these weird, like, they're wearing these weird, like, tank tops, but they still have their hair. They're wearing headbands and tank tops, but they still got their hair in their, their like, costume hair. So, Calavera still has this giant golden bow, and Pet still has her uh, awesome off center uh, pompadour, which I love. <laughs> and they're selling, like, they're selling these weird black eggplant fruits. <laughs> with with spots uh, on it like it looks with, disgusting well and they're and, bloody <laughs> oh god and yes. they're bloody but but <laughs> calaveras is able to sell them by saying that since black is this year's trendy color <laughs> that everyone should eat these black fruits uh for half price everyone's also, like yeah, yeah. also there's a third price? person involved in the sales pitch oh who is i love this monster coming up we're gonna talk about her in a little bit <laughs> this is we're like the pinnacle I've been so excited to talk about her. I cannot wait. So, uh, but of course, like the, the the her her doing her sales pitch can't just be as, as simple as uh, uh, them feuding about a sales pitch. It becomes about boys. She she turns yeah. it into is that the sales pitch you use when you're trying to pick up boys as well? <laughs> Let's be unhappy together. <laughs> well, no, the no the other one, the the positive one, oh. and uh, because Pets is the one who says it to uh, to Calaveras, and Calaveras is like, no, boys are just naturally drawn to me, of course, and then they start serving the blood dripping bloody 
called <laughs> fruit, which again, like generally speaking, okay, but like they're so messy looking. They look like they will just it bleed looks like all over raw you. meat. Yeah, it really does. Oh well, you 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 skipped over Jordan. Oh, what did I skip? When when Pets asks her, "Is that how you seduce men?" Calavera says, uh, no, I don't need to. Men love to submit to cute women like me. So yes, uh, the people start eating the bloody dark fruits, and they immediately turn into weird zombies. (laughs) That was last time. (laughs) Yeah, they turn into zombies this time, not lesbians. Sorry. Bad news. (laughs) Not as good. (laughs) This is a strange plan, though. Their plan is to go into a supermarket get a permit to sell their own fruit as an offshoot of the groceries, get people to eat the fruit, turn them into zombies who then go and touch all the food and make it rot. That seems complicated. And then this will somehow make things easier a thousand years in the future. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. That's the part that makes the least sense, because what will actually seem to happen, if you ask me, is they will walk around, rot all the food, and then the supermarket will close and something else will open because no one will shop there anymore. (laughs) Imagine just keeping it open for a thousand years. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nobody ever shops there, kids. Uh. So we see the people wandering around and they turn, they touch meat and the meat turns around and then they touch the fruit and the fruit dissolves into sludge. Uh, and meanwhile, of course, all this is happening as Usagi is saying, hey, they, the selection here is really great, guys. Yes. <laughs> Wait, but we have to talk about this thing that's happening, too, because what the fuck is it? They're touching the food and rotting it, except they're not. Or are they? Like, it's... Oh, it's look. look. <laughs> We'll get energy. to it. Okay. All right. The energy. We'll get to it. <laughs> okay. So then we get to the, the, the previously discussed no pets allowed moment. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a grocery store. It is food. It makes sense. Sure. They go to look at the meat and the meat is all green and horrible. And Darian gasps. <laughs> Serena goes, the meat's rotten. And he goes, oh. <gasps> But then, listen, I spent a lot of time defending this guy. I feel uh, like he's kind of a jerk here. <laughs> he's wonderful. Because good job picking out groceries, yeah, asshole. Basically, uh, that's what he does. He just goes, this place is terrible. You brought us to a fucking terrible place. Walks out. <laughs> does no, not turn. Buy Chibusa's curry ingredients at a place like this. The, I mean, he he's right. But like, why does he just walk away from her? He why? probably anticipates that being some Sailor Moon thing and he oh. has to go change into his tuxedo. No, he can't touch he has into to go his find tuxedo. a closet to lock up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he's watching Chibi. Oh, I mean, yeah. if you were being really generous, you could say he's trying to cover for her so she could turn into Sailor Moon. But I don't think he is. I think he's just being a dickhead. <laughs> no, then he doesn't because then he, they go to a nearby right. butcher kiosk. Oh, right. An outdoor oh, butcher and then Ray kiosk. shows up and he's like, hey, Ray, why don't you come to Parents Day with me and my daughter? <laughs> it's just fine. Like, they might as well just pick someone random off the street. Hey, my <laughs> other ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Oh, and 
Ray can cook huge, anything as long as it comes from a package. <laughs> huge dick move on the part of one uh, M. Chiba. Just because she picked a shitty supermarket. She's like <laughs> proud of it. She's like going, this place, I heard this place is really good. She doesn't even say I go here and it's really good. Even She's like, I've heard this place has really fresh produce. Oh, and he's just bad, like, you were a bad. fucking idiot. She has bad taste. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> she heard like, wrong and she she believed the hype he does like but he doesn't he doesn't even say like hey come on let's go somewhere else he just, it's just like i'm taking me and my incomprehensible shirt elsewhere <laughs> i'm rolling up my sleeves and getting out of this place oh my god <laughs> and yeah ray not to mention so then he they, they ask ray i mean to be fair chibi asks ray i think to do it not not mamoru but still chibi asks ray and Ray is just, <laughs> she's herself. She's her own little Ray self going, that's right. Of course, people would ask me to do things because I'm the best at everything. And <laughs> even though I'm not a good cook, I'm going to say I'm a good cook and I'm going <laughs> to, and I'm going to make prepackaged curry like I'm a genius. Yeah, she doesn't even say she's good. It's just, I can make anything as long as it comes from no, a package, which means no, she's terrible. No, that's the Deke version. Oh, God. Which makes sorry. her nice. In the, in the dub version, in the sub version, I mean, she's saying, yes, I can make all kinds of curry. <sighs> this kind, this kind, this kind. And then you see that the way she's making them is because they have prepackaged kinds. And then oh, Chibi replies, Chibi uh, hears that and goes, "Oh, that's wonderful! You sound just like those heat and see serve curry commercials." <laughs> oh my god! And then I'm Ray trying is like, to roll up my sleeves like uh, like, like Amaru, oh and it's god. the most uncomfortable thing. Yeah, that, you're not. You can't pull it off. You're not as cool as him. Sorry. I try doing that in the summertime with my t-shirts <laughs> when it's hot, and they never stay. You got You got to practice. Maybe he's got a. Uh, maybe he's got like uh, bobby pins. In there <laughs> i've done that so while while memoru is literally getting uh Yusa a new stepmom <laughs> back in the back in the grocery store luna shows up and she's like you know hey uh usagi there's some shit going down because i touched a metal pot and it turned to dust <laughs> <laughs> and usagi goes oh that sucks but i got this cool carrot <laughs> She found the one thing in the store. It's so random. It's so nonsense. So everything in the store starts rotting. And that is when we find out that the third lady at the the dark fruit kiosk oh, is a monster named Avocadora. Yep. <laughs> she is an avocado monster. I love her design so much. She has she has green hair. She transforms by like shredding her clothes, yeah. by the way. <laughs> And then when she reappears, like, okay, I don't know if Avocadora uh, is racist, but uh, she's definitely, like, pretty culturally, close. Culturally insensitive, well, at least. In the deep dub, she um, rips her, she's, her, what she says when she transforms is, um, it's avocado, papaya, mango, rotten fruits. That's true. <laughs> that is a terrible, that is a terrible magical girl catchphrase. <laughs> But like better than squish there's, face. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird stuff in this episode. Like when the people become zombies, they get like darker skin. Yes. Yeah. And like but like it's it becomes difficult to ignore. Like when uh, Avocadora shows up with her leaf skirt. Mm. But I still like I still think Avocadora is a great design. Especially when she 
when she pulls out her banana knife, yes, which is a part. knife that is also a banana. And her avocado bombs, which are just avocados that she throws at people and they explode. Yes, the, the banana uh, knife is the best. Her lychee bombs. Oh, the banana sword. Well, yes, I called it a banana knife. I guess there's also a sword. I think she calls it a banana knife in the uh, subtitles, but it is like, it is a sword. It is a banana that she peels and a sword comes out of it. You know, you know Chris, <laughs> she you peels the banana. You skipped the emotional turn. Of the That's because it sucks and it was stupid and I wasn't interested in it. <laughs> I'm going to mention it for the listeners. There are people who don't watch the show and they need to know. Okay. What happened was, yes, uh, Chibiusa asked Ray to be her new mother, basically. But then they all sat on a bench and thought about it <laughs> for a while. <laughs> and everyone became very uncomfortable. <laughs> and Ray was like, this isn't right to herself. And then Chibiusa was like, yeah, I used to be happy and now I'm unhappy. And so she turned to her and goes, I think I want to get Usagi back. And she's like, yeah, 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 let's do that. And they were going to go back and get her in the shitty. They, they assume she's still in the they shitty supermarket, which she is. But she lives there now. I guess I don't know it's why terrible. they thought she would still be there. Uh, but she is. But as they're walking back, Ray goes, oh, I sense danger because she's a quarter monster. And <laughs> she leaves them to be to run in and help. So You'll never let that go, will you? Well, that's quarter why, monster, that's why she has okay. powers. That's why she has powers. That's the only possible explanation for how someone could have superpowers in this world. God. <laughs> that is not an explanation whatsoever. <laughs> what about the magic crystals that give everyone else their power? Those are different. Those come from a long time. They're they're just technology we don't understand yet from an ancient alien society. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I am done with this podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> because of my refusal to accept psychics? <laughs> I mean, you didn't have a problem accepting the fucking werewolf that was in one episode. <laughs> no, if you remember, we did talk a lot about that, about whether he was a werewolf or a guy in a werewolf costume. Oh my god. What? <laughs> Do you, don't you not remember that? We don't yeah. remember that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, moving on. So then Avocadora tears off all her clothes. Yeah, and she's, was listen, she's got a banana knife. And she doesn't have many uh, clothes to replace enough. those clothes. She's got palm leaves skirt leaves. and some tiny like stickers coverings. Like, yes, like stickers. Pasties, practically. Yes. They're like stickers on her breasts and then like a weird like Mad Max shoulder <laughs> pad made of bananas, which I she actually think is great. Coconut on one shoulder and then a banana bananas on the other, which yeah. is pretty nice. Andy. Pretty nice. Like, I, like seriously, one of my favorite monster designs in a while. She's like a peanut, a peanut so monster. so ridiculous. Yeah, she makes no sense. I mean, you're in a supermarket, so I guess it's topical. But like, she's she's a produce monster. Produce monster. But no, she's not even just a produce monster. She's weird tropical fruit monster. Like again, she's like a pina colada monster for no reason. <laughs> she's okay. what happens when you put too many preservatives. In your food when you grow food <laughs> what? so in in the <laughs> next amazing thing that happens oh, in this episode yeah in an episode full of truly amazing moments fucking sailor mars skateboards <laughs> in in a shopping cart jackass style yes. oh you don't want to talk about luna getting backhanded <laughs> that hasn't happened yet has it that happens before. Yeah, that, that happens, happens before, before that. But yeah, look, even, but look, yeah. Jordan, she is standing up in a shopping cart, riding full tilt down the aisle. It's true. And then jumps off of it and lands in a pose going, in the name of Mars, I will chastise you. And then is, the, the shopping cart 
gets destroyed by an avocado. <laughs> yes. The avocado just tears through it. Yes. Before yeah, it even know. blows up, just cuts right through that like it's nothing. Like it's all the rotten the... pots and pans on the shelf. <laughs> that's the power of dark fruit. Oh, man. In the name of Mars, I'll discipline you. And she, she I mean, don't forget she's doing that in heels, too. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. How does she get out? Her heels probably get stuck in the holes. <laughs> you would think. Oh, my God. Look, monster See, another, magic. She's amazing. Ray's just amazing. <laughs> so Avocadora does a little uh, spinny dance and shoots avocado. She pirouettes and, yes. and exploding avocado shoot out of her waist. Like a lot of a lot of the villains, their weapons are just like, you know, lights or like they shoot light at you. But this one, she's literally throwing bombs and the bombs are exploding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, She is my favorite since the 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 hairdresser monster. (laughs) Yeah, from a long, long time ago. But that was my favorite. Now, it is at this point. Mm. Now, Sailor Moon gives a speech, right? What did she say? She says supermarkets are the breadbasket of health. She gives another speech. When she first appears, yeah, when she yeah. first appears, Sailor Moon gets to the speech. The supermarket is the people's breadbasket of health. Uh, <laughs> you've angered the fresh Highland vegetables and the melt in your mouth shabu shabu bee. <laughs> and then Tuxedo Mask shows up a few minutes later and says the exact same thing. That's true. It's the people's breadbasket is... of health. You've angered the fresh Highland vegetables. Yep. <laughs> And he, yeah, he says the exact same thing, and she goes, "That's what I just said." <laughs> that seems like a pretty random thing to to both coincidentally say at the same time. Uh, I really want to try some shabu shabu. Oh, uh, I love shabu shabu. I've never had it, but it looks great. Oh, it's delightful. What does it mean? Swish swish, where you put you swish your beef through boiling water and sauces, and you kind of cook it all how you want. It, oh, it's so good. Oh, that sounds good. Put, yeah. put that on the menu for Sailor Moon's birthday. Well, oh. okay, except that sounds we have complicated. Pizza, to coffee, cook. shabu shabu beef, moon pudding, and uh, Bob Floyd ice cream. Oh, this is the <laughs> stuff that uh, that we see rot earlier. I'm looking at pictures of it. We see packages of this shabu shabu. Yeah, beef all of the beef. It's like a special, really thin slice, and it's like super marbled. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Tuxedo Mask actually like jumps into action and has a sword fight yeah. with he actually uh, Avocadora. Does some- this is amazing. He actually does yeah, something. He, he throws down in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty great. Except he doesn't. He just has a cane, and she has a banana sword. And then, uh, yeah, but it's a magic cane. Or do those not exist either? <laughs> magic canes are totally well, real. Obviously, some canes are magical. They're called trick canes. <laughs> So uh, Mars does uh, Celestial Fire Surround or whatever it's called in Japan. I forget. Burning Mandala. That's the one. And uh, they Sonic just. the Hedgehog Rings. <laughs> yeah, they, they just, just, just they just like swat it down. They're just like, Get, no, that doesn't do anything. It's super effective. <laughs> Not. <laughs> that is what they say in the 90s. Sure. <laughs> and then Jupiter and Mercury just appear. Yeah. Out they of teleport in like Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, they, they do drop, just like, appear physically, yes, they, yes. No, they don't drop. They materialize out of nowhere. Sailor Why? teleport is a thing, but I don't think they know that yet. No, they just show up. Perfect formation. And they've got uh, them surrounded. Meanwhile, uh, Tux Mask uh, kicks uh, Avocadora's butt a little <laughs> bit. And uh, then Sailor Moon zaps her to death. Yeah. Uh, you know, as, as she, per usual. She rots that fruit. Uh. <laughs> Well, funny you should mention that because as soon as Avocadora is uh, is taken care of, everything unrots. Yes, 
Yes. And it's not even like it reverses itself. Yes. It's not even as simple as like it was green and now it's not green. It's like you literally saw apples melt into like a mush and they (laughs) they grow back into apples. (laughs) They reform as though matter has a preferred shape. I would never shop at this grocery store, though. I would never. Yeah, I'm out. Like, I am out of this place. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Just because what you're afraid it's going to rot again any minute, or I don't know, it's you can't mess with its chemical composition like that. <laughs> Expect it to be good. Yeah, Jordan, I do not, I do not, I, I don't truck with things that go against uh, the laws of nature. Oh, <laughs> really? Chris? I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, really, I'm not gonna unscramble an egg and then scramble it up again. So you don't, you don't like things that go against the laws of nature, really? really? You know like, what? Like magic <laughs> things, like that don't make any sense. Okay. I said I don't truck with it. I didn't say they did. I, I'm not like this. This is my impression of you. Uh, this supermarket doesn't exist. It's true. It's a fake supermarket. It is. I mean, it, it is true because it's just, we're watching the cartoon. Yes. Okay. It's correct. We nailed it. It's based on a real supermarket. <laughs> I don't know, man. This really happened in the '80s. Everything rotted, and it all. <laughs> so everything uh, it goes back to being fine, and then cut to Yusagi bawling her eyes out. But really, she's just (laughs) chopping onions. She's making curry. And everybody's like, why are you crying? Because I'm chopping onions, assholes. (laughs) So it looks bad, but it turns out that it tastes good. Yep. She makes a gross look. And now I want some shabu shabu beef and some curry rice. Here's my question, though. I mean, yeah, she makes a huge mess actually making the curry. And yeah, it looks like a mess on the plate. But the actual what curry is it's like brown, saucy lumps of yeah. vegetables. <laughs> right. It's not. It, has it ever looked good? <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, she's covered in filth. <laughs> Let's not forget that. She has become pig pen in the process oh of God. making this food. Um, but yes, no, you're right. Curry is just like a mush. So like a, 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 a plop of stuff. Like it's, it's not going to look that appealing. A plop of stuff. A plop of stuff. <laughs> Very appetizing. <laughs> it's Jordan. accurate. That's and true, that's it. Yeah. That's the end of the episode. Usagi has learned how to make uh, curry rice. The we never good. actually see uh, the parent-child curry rice event. <laughs> but we can assume it goes well. Let's assume. Mm. Wait, and so like, what do you think? Is... Wait, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I just realized. <laughs> what is no. this event? Is this like a taste test? Like, are, is everybody bringing their own curried rice and then everybody's tasting each other's? Or are they just going, getting together and making it themselves and then eating it themselves? Like, what's happening? That is it's actually a an excellent question. <laughs> like chopped. Yeah, is, there, is their, their teacher going to judge them and grate them on it? Well, it curried <laughs> with an apostrophe D. I don't know. I don't know. That's I mean, a good it's question, a though. Cur- they consistently refer to it as a curry rice event. <laughs> so i assume that it's that, that like yes like people have to make curry rice and bring it in and i guess everybody's just gonna eat each other's curry rice like you're but gonna that, have like a bite of each person's well that was yeah. good let's try the next one well, that, that sounds one's shitty cool. let's try the next one well, that one's good okay that's well, weird we to see if there's any events but i don't see any events but all the pictures i'm seeing are literal like bowls of melted dog shit looking like <laughs> see that's rice. way worse than what i said yeah it looks terrible but dog I love... shit over rice <laughs> <laughs> i love curry though and i love japanese curry and it's so good and it's so funny because what she makes just kind of looks like what it is and 
Derry and Chibusa are just like, ew, that looks disgusting. Like it looks well, like it, a I, if I if I remember correctly, I think it has like tentacles coming out of it. No, it's just. Uh, no. I don't know about that. There are no tentacles. Uh, let me look at. Looks like she slots it on a plate, which she did. Well, she did, but I'm I I think there may have been. Bad presentation, Usagi. We're not eating this. There's something coming out of it that looks vaguely tentacle-like. <laughs> Which, again, is I not a problem. You're... Like, the, I, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um... Or maybe she cooked it with rotting vegetables. <laughs> of course there are tentacles coming out of it. No, no, I was going to say, um, um, what is the thing with tentacles? Cthulhu? Octopus? The other one. Not Cthulhu, no. <laughs> squid, squid. Squid is great. Squid is amazing and tasty. I love squid. Yeah. Of Cthulhu. <laughs> i don't know what that sound effect was i'm sorry so with that we've come to the end of the episode yeah dog shit on rice <laughs> no no end of the episode i feel like we've learned a lot oh you think Jordan, so? do we have the sailor moon says of course <laughs> We all need to know what to do when there's an emergency. First of all, don't panic. Your injured friend is counting on you. Quickly alert an adult to get help. If you're all alone and someone's in bad trouble, call 911. Let them decide what to do. And for less serious injuries, everyone should have a first aid kit at home and your doctor's number by the phone. Talk to your parents or school nurse about your home first aid kit. It's not a toy, but if you learn how to use it, everyone will feel safer. Sailor Moon says... <laughs> That's uh, not. Uh, that's a pretty relevant moral. No, that, not I to the episode. I, well, no, they thought that that Minako cut her finger off and oh. they called nine one one. Except that's in true. the episode that that followed, they didn't. <laughs> that did not occur. Remember? No, they just ran around screaming. And no, her no, no, finger no. Is off. No, I'm saying in the Deke version, that scene did not exist. There was no, oh, yeah. there was no chopped right. off finger. They show that that clip right there during the the, the Sailor Moon says, oh, but it's not in the episode. They even went as far well, then, as dubbing it. Come on, then why would they do that? Why would they, <laughs> why would they do that? Maybe they were literally like, we've got this scene where she cuts off her finger that we cut out. Oh, just let's turn it into the Sailor Moon says. That's so weird. Why is this what, show so weird? What other lesson could they teach about the episode? Use fresh fruits and vegetables in your food. True. Not oh, yeah, like the benefits stuff. of organic versus non-organic. Well, they're GMO. not going to do that probably because yeah, nineties, no one cared. Well, it's also that goes against like capitalism. <laughs> they, True. They're going to want sponsors and stuff. Oh yeah, this episode is sponsored by Dole. <laughs> Banana. Wait, no, let me do it more like her. Banana. <laughs> Terrible. What a good right. episode. So oh, I feel man. like we learned a lot from this episode. Uh, Allison, what did you learn? Oh, man. From this episode of Sailor Moon. What did I learn? I learned that a banana cane, banana sword and a cane are actually more of an equal match than you would think. That That is true. And I Jordan, also... Buttig oh. oh. Oh no! You got you got more. By yeah, all means, yeah. continue. So banana sword versus cane, and I also learned that. Mm, <laughs> you I, lied. You didn't have a second. Yeah, at you all. lied. It got away I, from I, me. I feel like I've been lied to. Yeah. <laughs> then next, moving on. <laughs> I learned if someone recommends a store to you and the store sucks, fuck that person. <laughs> they are dead to you now. Yeah, you just bail. <laughs> just get out. <laughs> Oh my god. Chris, how about uh, you? 
I learned that it is just perfectly acceptable to uh, go to your girlfriend's friend and make her your child's new mom. <laughs> yes. Can you think about this for a moment? Like uh, the world where they didn't decide to go back and get Usagi, uh, where <laughs> Chibi shows up at the parent curry and rice thing with, who are these people to you? No, nothing. No relation. That's well, a guy I know. A, That's a girl a I know. I know. This is his 14-year-old ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Oh yeah, we I'm gonna make marry some phone calls someday. about this one. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Usagi is just in the supermarket. She just dies there. <laughs> oh man, that was a good oh episode. My God, yeah, a, a fun episode. Like I said, a little, a little bit of uh, of unfortunate imagery, I think. <laughs> uh, but uh, otherwise, a, yeah, we, a fun time. We learned that J- Japanese anime is still a little racist. <laughs> yeah, just a little. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because of the Polynesian uh, monster, is that what you're talking about? No, 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 because <laughs> all because of that, yes. And, and everybody because, turns dark skinned when they're evil. Yeah, that that was a problem I have with this one. Yeah, also <laughs> like, problematic. We kind of glossed over it, but it is there. It is definitely there. But you know, <laughs> a lot of really, really fun stuff in this one. Like I do like avocado, uh, uh, <laughs> avocado's <laughs> design, and I love uh, the dark fruits. Like like pets and uh, Calaveras are a really fun dynamic mm-hmm. because I, I mean they're just like horrible to each other. Yeah, constantly. oh yeah, and I think that's really fun, and it, it makes for a good time. They Absolutely. spend all of their time in close proximity with one another, and that could get a little heated. So yeah, like they can't leave unless um, what's his face Peter Pan lets them out. <laughs> Like they can't, they literally have to just sit in a void until he comes to them and lets them go to the world. It's a tough yeah. life. It is. It is. It is a very tough existence that they have. No gravity. Uh, no friends. No walls. Yeah. Just weird mirrors that you walk through. <laughs> but they do have cake. They, yeah. They're getting cake from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not like they don't have do, stuff. Yeah. I guess that's and a I fair trade. Idea, I do love the idea of pets. Like. Getting done with last week's episode and being like, oh, that crystal thing did not work out. And just like, shit, like I look, I'm going to need a whole strawberry shortcake. <laughs> it is going to be a night in for old pets. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. A lot of fun stuff in this one. I, I would say like we're getting we're getting to some really fun stuff. And, you know, like we Minako actually had a little bit of a personality in this episode, even if it was just you know, kind of doing the same thing Usagi would do. Uh, not in the dub in at all. Yeah, which wasn't in the dub at all. <laughs> but, you know, it's I'm fine with that because that is kind of who Minako is in in the manga, at least. We're at least uh, moving forward with regard to that. So I, I would say this is a fun, fun episode. Agreed. I would agree. Ah, we all agree on something. Yay! Ah. Chris, we can keep doing the podcast. We don't have to cancel it. No, <laughs> no. No, I'm still, I'm still, I'm out. Still. <laughs> no. If you would like to be a host of... No! <laughs> it's going to be me now. Just me talking to myself. Okay, good, good. You guys got it. You guys got this. Great. No, yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not leaving. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> Chris is leaving. Okay. Yeah. Jordan and I will be talking about tuxedo mask soup. Which yeah. should have been this episode, actually. <laughs> Again, <laughs> food. I do. I do want to reiterate on this week's episode. If you finish it, 
Jordan and I will act it out. Finish <laughs> the tuxedo mask suit fan fiction that I wrote when I was fan fiction that you wrote when you were seven. Although the I the title is the T dot M dot soup. So when I was writing it, I clearly didn't want people to think I was writing Sailor Moon fan fiction. <laughs> so I made it so subtle, like what's T M? Oh, could be anything. Transcendental meditation, yes. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure that you you have a good grasp of the concept of subtlety. No, I don't think so. <laughs> at, at least not then. Maybe one day. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, Allison, thank you so much for joining us for these past two episodes. This has oh, been uh, delightful. Chris, yes. Jordan, thank you for having me. Uh, absolutely. A pleasure. Always. Uh, before we let you go, uh, can you tell everyone where to find you online? Yes, you could find me at allisonstock.com or .tumblr.com um, or on Instagram, alpalpal. My name was taken by some useless idiot that i can't seem to get them banned um i'm a photographer i take pictures of the circus of theater of cool stuff so check it out is it true that humans are really into the circus these days humans are indeed into the circus these days that's, a lot that's, of that's... hip brooklyn locations a lot of warehouses i am on twitter at crackshot with a zero for an o our great producer jake mason he's on twitter as well at JJ underscore Mason. He also has another podcast called The Morphin Grid that you should check out. That's right. You can find everything that I do at about.me slash Chris Sims. Uh, links there to Twitter, Tumblr, all that good stuff. As well as to Comixology, uh, X-Men 92 is coming out. The first issue of the new ongoing series that I co-write and that Jordan edits coming soon, as well as the paperback version of uh, X-Men 92, the Secret Wars miniseries that Ico wrote, that Jordan edited. Uh, pick both of those up. Uh, <laughs> that would be a nice thing to do if you like us. Yeah. Sailor Moon's not in it at mm, all. True. Uh, That's not a good selling it, point on a Sailor Moon podcast. Yeah, but it does take place in the 90s. Ah, same year. Same year. Perfect. Same year. Actually, we're into 1993 now in Sailor Moon. Damn so. it. I guess I should stop calling it the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime. No, but you know I mean, what? I'm not still, going to. No, no, it's still yeah. It's still that's the way that's the way you do it. You say the year it started. That's that's how it counts. Okay, that's true. So anyway, buy that stuff. Buy that stuff. Yes. <laughs> get those get those numbers up, everybody. I'm counting on you. <laughs> uh, Sailor Moon says buy that stuff. <laughs> Sailor Moon says we do live in a capitalist society. <laughs> We will be back next week with another episode. It is going to be episode 67 of Sailor Moon R, The Beach, The Island, and a Vacation, The Guardian's Break. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. That's right. I am, uh, no. I'm <laughs> 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 choked on my own stick. Good job. All right, here we go.